Barney's doesn't guarantee success. Vogue doesn't guarantee success. What guarantees success is if you actually find an audience that actually loves your product. We've been very slow to change in terms of how technology has impacted our lives. A new social network can pop up overnight and completely change our business model. Hello and welcome to the Glossy Podcast, our weekly show where we discuss fashion, luxury, and technology with the people making change happen. I'm your host, Hilary Milnes, and today's guest is Raina Moskowitz, the SVP of People, Strategy, and Services at Etsy, who talked about investing in sellers, how Etsy is evolving its platform to compete with Amazon, and why she believes the Etsy brand is just getting started. Hope you enjoy. Hi, Raina. Hi, Hillary. Thanks for having me. Of course. So let's dig into what all that entails. That's a it's a wordy title. How do you handle all those things at once? It is a wordy title. Um, so I joined Etsy about six months ago now. And uh, my role is really to think about our long-term company strategy uh, and then all of the services and teams that bring that strategy to life. So I'm responsible for our people team, our workplace team, trust and safety and customer support. And Mm -hmm. so we are uh, focused on enabling the growth of our company strategy. Mm -hmm. And so we really serve our internal customers as well as our external customers. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's a big, a lot on your plate. (laughs) No, just a growth strategy. That's all you do. So what are you, what's a day to day like? How are you then looking to, you know, the, the sellers on Etsy, the customers, the, the people internally all at once to, to make it, you know, something that works really well together? Yeah, I think, you know, It is a lot of different focus areas, but the team overall is very focused on key priorities and we just help everyone at Etsy to enable that. So we are thinking through our talent strategy and who we need to bring the growth to life. We think about um, where our office is and how we expand our global footprint. And then also we make sure that we've got the best customer experience. And so, you know, we want to make sure that shopping on Etsy is frictionless. Mm -hmm. And also our trust and safety team ensures that, you know, everything we're selling meets our policies and um, is handmade, which is something that's really important to our brand. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, let's talk about that customer experience how does etsy find its find its niche on online or obviously it's just so crowded so competitive and you have this clear value proposition everything's handmade you're finding things that you're you're not going to be able to find anywhere else but how do you cut through the noise and, and make sure you're when you're getting customers to the site and to you know really immerse themselves because it must be hard when you can't really search for things on etsy in the same way that you do on like an Amazon because it's not like a brand name that just comes to mind and you're and you're starting from there. Yeah. Well, you know, first of all, there are a lot of mass e-tailers mm-hmm. who um, really have commoditized things. And so it's very easy to shop and get your batteries or your toilet paper. But uh, there are a lot of moments in life that deserve something more special than that. And mm-hmm. so Etsy really meets that need. So we focus, we have 50 million unique items on our site. And um, we make it really easy for people to come and shop for something special for whatever occasion it is in their life that deserves that extra touch, that bit of thoughtfulness. And so, um, you know, you can come and search for whatever it is, whether it's for a special occasion or a gift. Um, We are working to make it easier and easier to find those specific items that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Um, And what type of work are you doing with the sellers to make it so that, you know, they're they know what to do on the platform and, and they can be found by by a search query, that type of thing, and to make it feel a little bit more uniform across the site. Yeah, so Etsy supports 2 million creative entrepreneurs from nearly every country in the world. 
and they all are looking to start a creative business. And so we've made it where Etsy is the best destination for anyone looking to start a creative business. It costs 20 cents to list something and you can start your shop. And we host a range of uh, sellers and makers. Some people do it as a hobby. Some do this as their full-time job. And we work to give them the tools to make it easy to really be a business of one. And so we support our sellers with things ranging from shipping to payments to doing their taxes and especially to marketing. And what is special about Etsy is that we are really one of the only global scaled marketplaces tailored to meet the needs of these micro entrepreneurs. And what's critical is that we allow them to reach a global audience of over 35 million buyers who are looking uh, for you know whatever it is that they are for their special occasion. Mm-hmm. And so, so what does that mean for your for your day to day to job? When it yeah. t- when it comes to you know having to handle all these things at once. Sure. So I think you know there are um, product teams and marketing teams uh-huh. who are dedicated to the customer experience, who are dedicated to telling our story and our message. Um, you know, both above the line in marketing and also through our own channels to our customers. Um, where my team plays a role is in making sure that. Um, if and when something goes wrong, that it's seamless. If you have a question, um, we are there to support. What's what's really amazing is first and foremost, we try to connect buyers and sellers directly. And so what we do on our platform is try to make it seamless so that buyers, if you have a question, if you want something customized, you can connect directly through to sellers. So Etsy doesn't even really always have to play a role. We're looking to build that bridge and human connection between our buyers and sellers. Mm-hmm. Does that mean you have to for fit a bit of control when you're putting a lot of uh, the communication and the you know the back and forth into the seller's hands sometimes um, you know we do a lot of seller marketing and we talk to our sellers about how to create a great experience we give them the tools and the insights to make sure that they're meeting the needs of our customers um, you know if something gets really tricky or um, you know we of course step in and we play a role but um, sellers generally do an amazing job fulfilling the needs of their customers you know they are they are trying to build their own brands and uh, want to create a magical experience and so um, really our interests are aligned with our sellers to create the most positive shopping experience as possible. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that you have like training for the sellers and how to best talk with customers or is there like a standard that they have to meet before they are admitted to the site? Yeah, so there are certainly different service levels that we monitor. We want to make sure that, um, you know, disputes aren't occurring. We we monitor uh, listings that come on to make sure they do meet our policies and criteria, make sure they are handmade. And we're doing more and more to educate our sellers on what it looks like to run a great business. And so um, that's certainly a focus area for us to make sure they're clear on um, how to take a great picture, to make sure that their item looks as, um, you know, as great as as possible to make sure that they tell their story. Something that's really important and we know um, really drives a lot of connection with our buyers is when a seller completes their their listing page and tells a story about themselves or about the item that they're making. Mm -hmm. And so we definitely um, work to educate our sellers through channels, through um, the site experience, through our mobile app experience, um, and through all the different traditional marketing channels to talk to our sellers about how to create a great experience. So how do you keep sellers in 
engaged in the Etsy community because I imagine uh, if you hit a certain scale, you might think, okay, now I could start my own business. I don't, I don't need this platform anymore. How do you, how do you deal with that, making it an appealing place no matter the scale of what someone's selling? Yeah. So you know, we continue to invest in tools to make it easy to run your business on Etsy. So mm-hmm. that is one piece of it. As I mentioned, um, really supporting them through different shipping tools, payments tools doing your taxes, driving marketing. Um, but again, most importantly, we are driving traffic and we are investing um, millions of dollars into Etsy marketing to drive people to our site. Because at the end of the day, we want sellers to be successful by driving buyers to them. Mm-hmm. People who have um, who are intent on purchasing things, we want to connect those buyers with our sellers. Do you think that the direct-to-consumer boom in, in brands that we've seen, it's, it's easier to start up a, a business now than it ever has been before. Has that been uh, positive for, for Etsy or has that made it harder to win over these sellers? Because I could see both sides of the coin, like what you said, that that marketing piece is a really huge expense for standalone brands. And so if you can get the traffic in, that's that's taking a lot of weight off these shoulders. But at the same time, that that easy, you know, ease of launches could could be pretty appealing for these sellers too. Yeah, absolutely. I think you know barriers to entry are lower, mm-hmm. um, but again, we really work to make sure that Etsy is the best destination for anyone looking to start a business. Um, you know, barrier to entry is low as long as uh, you have the skill and the will to run a business. Mm-hmm. Um, we try to take the administrative burden off of. Um, off of our sellers so that they can run their business and they could spend their time on making. Um, and we are working, again, to create the tools to make it easier. Mm-hmm. You know, different social media platforms, you know, you know, they're important and they're a great way to engage and connect with customers, but it's really driving traffic of 35 million buyers around the world that mm-hmm. I think is going to make the difference. Additionally, we're continuing to invest in the product experience, making search and discovery easy and delightful on Etsy, Mm -hmm. um, and also making sure that we are a trusted brand. And so people feel uh, safe coming to Etsy. They feel safe uh, transacting and making large purchases. And so I think all of that infrastructure together is what will continue to differentiate shopping on Etsy from other platforms. Mm -hmm. And how do you guys go about customer acquisition? If you're you're, you know, you're acting as okay. We'll we'll get buyers to you. You know, you're seeing Facebook and and Google costs go up. It, it's harder to cut through that noise, and uh, users aren't scaling. And so the you know, there's more pressure on every brand that's on these platforms to drive the same amount of traffic. Uh, so how are you? How does how does Etsy grow its platform for customers yeah. to get to the sellers? I think Etsy is still in early days um, around people understanding what Etsy stands for, when to come for Etsy. And so we are really focused on um, on building that brand and making sure people know when to come to Etsy, what to look for. Mm-hmm. We have 50 million products. You can come to furnish your apartment. You can come for amazing vintage clothing or jewelry. Um, so there's just such a wide range. And so we really think about all of those categories that you could be shopping in and also all of these special occasions. And so um, I do believe it's still early days for Etsy in terms of shaping the brand and also reaching customers. What's been most effective in in driving traffic to the site? Yeah, you know, I think we just like... uh, you know, many companies, we invest a lot in uh, advertising on platforms like Google and Mm -hmm. Facebook. Um, We are we are launching our first above-the-line uh, national TV campaign, which is something that's very exciting. Um, so, you know, we're just really scratching the surface in terms of reaching consumers and bringing them to our site. And mm-hmm. again, already around the world, 35 million 
um, buyers. And so that's just the beginning. And ultimately, what we're working to do is bring more sales to our two million creative entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when it comes to building those capabilities in-house, you mentioned you know, you're working with your internal teams. Where is, has, has the Etsy team grown um, in order to reach the, the goals that it has? Yeah, so you know, about a third of our uh, workforce are engineers. Mm-hmm. So we continue to invest in great talent. We are deepening um, our expertise in machine learning and data science. You know, we've got a wonderfully talented product team, and so I think really and and marketing as we just talked about. Mm-hmm. So I think those are three core areas where we continue to invest and uh, look for top talent to continue to build both the brand as well as the product experience. Yeah, I feel like we hear about machine learning, artificial intelligence a lot when it comes to to e-commerce. So what does that what does that look like for Etsy? How does that do you see that playing a role down the line? Yeah, one of the areas where it's really, really critical is in the search and discovery experience, as we touched on a little earlier. You know, we want to make sure it's easy when you come to Etsy to find what you're looking for. And so with 50 million items, you know, that presents a pretty interesting challenge, I would say. Um, So we want to make sure when you come to Etsy, you can be inspired, uh, you can browse, and uh, there's a thrill of the treasure hunt to find just what you're looking for in Etsy. But also, not everyone has that kind of time. And Mm -hmm. so one of the main ways that we're investing is making sure when you are searching for something, if you're looking for a wedding dress, that you get a wedding dress. And we serve you the top, uh, most relevant um, items for that wedding dress. In the past, you may have come to Etsy and you may have seen a wedding dress hanger or a wedding dress accessory. And so really making sure we serve up the most relevant searches. Um, We're also working on things like badges to show people, uh, to give our consumers confidence that things are a bestseller or that maybe there's only one item left. And so we're working um, in different ways to just make that search experience a lot more seamless and to Mm -hmm. give our buyers confidence. Yeah, are you investing in any other, uh, you know, obviously, Simple text searches is, is the leading way that, that people find products online. But are you looking at any other ways of doing that, whether that's you know search aided by so the social platforms and the content that's out there online um, on Instagram, Pinterest, those types of places, as well as something like visual search, voice search? Uh, where do you see the future of search uh, when it comes to Etsy and, yeah. and since it has so many products? I think all of those things. <laughs> and so you know we certainly partner with all of the platforms you just mentioned. Um, we recently migrated to. To Google Cloud, which will give us a lot more capacity um, and a lot more capability to invest and explore all of those things you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. And what, what, what exactly does Google Cloud do? So it gives us increased capacity so that, you know, searches are faster, more seamless, and we can build more models uh, to really serve up better searches mm-hmm. um, among many other capabilities. It will allow us to develop faster and more seamlessly. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, so so where else are you are you investing in right now when it comes to to growing the the seller side and the buyer side? How do you is, is acquiring new sellers the same approach as customer acquisition? Yeah, so you know, We have, as I mentioned, two million creative entrepreneurs who are incredibly talented. Um, And we have great inventory, over 50 million items in a range of categories. And so 
what we are focused on now is really driving more and more buyers to these sellers. Mm-hmm. And so certainly um, always looking to grow our creative entrepreneur base, always looking for wonderfully talented artists to start their business. Um, but we are definitely looking to drive them more sales. Mm-hmm. And so we need to continue to acquire customers to our platform and also focus on our existing customers. You know, holidays are coming up and those are, uh, it's a it's a very important time for Etsy, but we want to make sure that people are shopping on Etsy all year for all the special moments that they have throughout the year. And so that's a big focus as well. Yeah. What do you what do you have in store for the holidays? Yeah. So as I mentioned, it's definitely an important time, uh, just like it is for uh, all retailers. And we're looking to make sure that it's a, a joyful and inspirational experience this holiday. And so really, in short, we're looking to remove the friction from the shopping experience. So a couple different things. Um, we, of course, have our curated gift guides, which I personally find uh, just like a great way to search. I love seeing what's trending, and it really helps me sort of uh, narrow my shopping list. Um, we are working to make the personalization and customization experience easier. So almost anything on our site can be either personalized or customized to your specifications. So we're looking to make that experience easier. How do, how do you, wouldn't that be on the seller's uh, plate? How do you, how does Etsy help facilitate that, yeah, we, that process? We want to make sure on the platform, two things. So one, we want to make sure it's really easy to have conversations between buyers and sellers so that you can say, hey, I love this item. Can I have it in yellow? Or hey, can I have it in this dimension? And Mm -hmm. so we want to facilitate conversations and making that easier. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also, you know, just making sure that uh, it's really easy just to say exactly what the specifications are or um, ways to say, hey, I want this color or, in, you know, engrave this name in something. And so it's it's a little bit of the user interface as well as the conversation between buyers and sellers. Mm-hmm. And, and sorry, you're going to. Yeah, ahead. no, the, the last big area is really just around the shipping experience. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, in a world of, of fast and free shipping expectations, we are working really hard with our sellers and across the platform to ensure a consistent shipping experience. So as we talked about earlier, working to educate sellers on what the right shipping price should be, how to make sure um, throughout the, sh- the experience that we are very transparent as well, especially for the holidays. We want to make sure that you're getting your gifts on time. And so being transparent about when things will ship, when things will be ready, when you'll receive it, um, and where your package is in the journey, that's definitely a big focus for us as well. Mm-hmm. How do you standardize something like shipping when, when things are coming from so many different places? Yeah, I mean, again, what makes Etsy special is that things aren't just coming out of a warehouse. They're not coming off the shelf. And so, um, you know, I would say that there's not really an uh, always going to be consistency. And, you know, some things, if you're having a custom piece of furniture made or a custom ornament, you know, that is going to take a different amount of time than something coming off the shelf. But mm-hmm. so what we want to do is be more transparent about it. Mm-hmm. And so we want to make sure that we manage the expectations of our customers so that they can very clearly see um, when something will be delivered. But also there are millions of items that can be ready in one to two days. Mm-hmm. And so not everything has to take a long time. So again, making sure we serve those up. You can filter by things that are going to be ready in one to two days. You can see things that have free shipping. And so um, it's, again, creating that better user interface and shopping experience, and then also educating our sellers on um, on how to create that best experience. Mm-hmm. What about promotions? How does how does Etsy navigate that with, with the sellers, especially around big holidays like a Black Friday? Do you think like where it sits alongside, um, you know, a big competitor like an Amazon when it comes to, you know, what they're competing on is fast shipping and low prices. How do you either compete with that or, or differentiate from that so you're serving a different value? 
Yeah, so we certainly work with sellers on promotions throughout the year um, for different holidays, many of you know the typical, obviously, the holidays coming up, but also we do um, promotions around Labor Day and, and other um, maybe more unexpected holidays throughout the year. And that is definitely something that um, we continue to work with our sellers on. But most importantly, we want to make sure we're driving uh driving sales all the time. Mm -hmm. And so promotions are definitely a tool in the toolkit. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would say, you know, we're looking for to create um, better experiences ongoing throughout the year, not just in big moments. Right. Yeah. So the the toolkit is how much of that is or what do sellers know about their customer who's who's buying from them? It, It seems like customer data is really valuable. And that's why we have so many brands that have just decided to sell direct. They want to own that customer relationship. How do you facilitate that on behalf of of Etsy for these sellers so that they can, you know, change their business accordingly or, or make products in according to how people are buying and, and just be more empowered in the decisions that they're making? Yeah. So, so first of all, as we've talked about, um, we absolutely try to connect our buyers and sellers to have a conversation, to build a relationship. We think that's important. And that is something that makes Etsy really special. You know, I, I recently um, had something custom made and I was, you know, sharing pictures and going back and forth with a woman in her house uh, in the Midwest. And it was, um, it was awesome. And I showed her, you know, the picture when I was wearing the final product. And so um, we certainly look to connect and have them build relationships. But we know that sellers need to drive business and uh, drive sales and do it more effectively. And so we're always looking for ways to drive seller insights. Mm-hmm. To uh, And we're starting to think about, well, you know, how can we really work to educate sellers in the platform um, to take certain actions. And so that's something that we are building out and making sure that sellers understand who's visiting them and all the things that they can do uh, to drive conversion and drive more sales on their platform. Mm-hmm. And it, what what's the um, type of customer insight that the sellers have been most interested in, in learning? Yeah, I think people are, sellers in particular, um, you know, as we talked about shipping earlier, sellers sometimes just want to know. Sometimes they just don't maybe have the context for what is um, a reasonable shipping price or how to think about it. Or maybe they are not set up on our Etsy payments platform. And so um, so shipping is definitely a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, and starting to educate them saying, hey, other people selling similar items are priced at X. You know, you should be priced at Y. And so I think there's a lot we can do in that vein. Mm-hmm. So we also recently launched the Ultimate Search Guide. You know, one of the things our sellers are really hungry for is understanding how search works. And so we are trying to be more transparent and also provide an analytics tool to make sure sellers understand what actions they need to take to show up higher in the search mm-hmm. um, and actions that they take um, you know, that may depress their search results. And so we're always trying to partner um, with our sellers directly. We actually have a team um, who proactively reaches out to sellers um, and you could sellers can set up an appointment with the team to um, to talk about their business and to talk about how they might optimize their shops. Mm-hmm. Why do you think it's so important for Etsy to serve as a resource to these sellers? I think that you know, we hear one of the biggest complaints about Amazon is that it's such a black box and the sellers that are on that platform are really... They're, they're there because they have to be. It's it's kind of a table stakes um, e-commerce universe, but you know they're, they're not really happy with the service that they're getting that's very faceless. And so what has Etsy done to, to sort of become like, okay, we're, we're here as a, as a resource because this is where your, your small business is going to live? Yeah, you know, 
Etsy's mission is to keep commerce human. And so I think that's what you see through and through in all the initiatives that we focus on and all the actions that we take. We um, we really believe that creativity can't be automated. Human connection can't be commoditized. And so we want this experience, both for our buyers and our sellers, to feel really human. And so we do invest in helping in our seller success. You know, 87% of our sellers are women, 77% are businesses of one, and 97% operate out of their own home. And so, you know, we want to make sure that we're meeting the needs of these micro entrepreneurs. We want to make sure that they can really focus on making amazing products that people are going to love and that are going to bring joy to our customers. And so we want to make it as easy as possible to run your business. Mm-hmm. And I know it's easy on a few, um, like, offline pop-ups and, and, and things like that, where do you see, I just feel like we constantly see uh, online brands moving into the offline world. Uh, where is Etsy fall on that? Yeah, you know, this comes up all the time. Uh, people, you know, always ask that question. Where we've been focused is, you know, we really believe the best thing we could do for our two million sellers around the world is to invest in our core online marketplace. And so that's where really our energy and focus and investment is right now. Mm-hmm. You know, never say never. Um, and you know, we certainly do different events uh, from time to time globally. But really, where we want to focus is connecting our buyers and sellers on our online marketplace. Mm-hmm. Is there are there any plans to expand the business beyond the core marketplace? Then I, you know, like there, there's big discussions about you know Amazon and Target and Walmart as media platforms, as as Facebook and Google, as we talked about, are getting so bogged down. Where do you see when it comes to driving scale and and you know just just driving the top line? How do you uh, look at other parts of of the business that that might come into play when it comes to things like advertisements on Etsy and in other branches of the business that that could be fleshed out? Yeah, again, you know, I really believe that it's still early days for Etsy. Um, You know, we just had our our 13-year anniversary, and um, there is so much more we can do just to really invest and focus on the online marketplace. As I mentioned, you know, there's still a ton of opportunity to continue to improve the product experience, uh, to make sure it is frictionless and seamless throughout the customer journey. We think there's still so much more we can do to continue to build our brand uh, and attract new customers, but also invest in our existing customers and make sure they come back time and time again throughout the year. So that's really where we're focused, our energy and our investments. Um, There are certainly lots of other opportunities that we can explore, but for now, we really are trying to stay focused on our core customers to make sure we're meeting their needs first. Mm -hmm. And and to go back to the the internal team and those those departments you said you're growing, how does that sort of guide who who is hired and and what teams are are being invested in? Yeah, so, um, you know, we have hired almost 300 people last year. We're growing really quickly. Um, We've got a set of core principles that we look for. We want people who are passionate about our mission, but are also talented. Um, Diversity is also really, really critical to to our workforce. And so um, we want to make sure that we are attracting talent and investing in our talent who bring different perspectives, who have different backgrounds and experiences, um, because we think that that makes a better product. We think it makes a better customer experience. And we want to make sure that, you know, that our workforce reflects that of our customer base as well. And so we are really proud of our gender diversity at Etsy. Um, Over 55% of the company um, are female or women. 
50% of our board, majority of our executive team, and that's something that's been a real focus for us as well. Over a third of our engineers are female, so we think we lead in the tech industry, and um, that remains a priority for us as we continue to grow. Mm-hmm. Do you think that e-commerce companies today are also tech companies? How do you how does Etsy sort of identify between the two? Absolutely. I mean, everything we are building. Um, is is software it is we are definitely a tech company we um we operate in a really agile way about a third of a company as i mentioned are engineers and so we've got a uh, we are continuing to invest and build our product delivery culture Mm -hmm. and when it comes to a new area of of search technology or or a new product do you go for the like err on the side of building it in-house or what who do you how do you decide when to partner with and who or, or do you think it's important to have all these capabilities built by Etsy yeah I think it's a mix um, you know historically I it's my understanding that a lot of our, our platforms and capabilities were built in-house um, you know we certainly as I mentioned we just migrated to Google Cloud um, and we are always looking for most talented uh, engineers and product developers and you know really everyone across the company to make sure that we are able to build things ourselves as well Mm-hmm. Um, and what about building products themselves? Uh, private label is obviously a big uh, calling card for for multi brand retailers. Um, is that is that a path you guys have gone down? Um, not uh, not to my knowledge, and mm-hmm. it's not on the roadmap. Again, we're really looking to promote. Uh, our two million creative entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. We've got over 50 million items, so plenty plenty to choose from there. Mm-hmm. And so really, it's uh, the focus is on serving up the right item to uh, to our customers. Mm-hmm. How do you think that helps build build trust with the sellers? Yeah, I think you know we are always looking to build trust with our sellers, and um, we want to make sure that we are promoting sellers and ensuring that they are successful year after year. And so that is really, as we talked about, providing them insights, bringing them traffic. And so you know we don't we're not looking to compete with our sellers. We're mm-hmm. looking to really serve up the beautiful products that they are creating, and make sure we connect them with more and more customers. Great. And so we're almost out of time, but as you're looking towards the holidays, um, but also thinking about next year, what would you say is Etsy's big opportunity that's not fully tapped yet? Yeah. So, you know, we talked a little bit about marketing earlier. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, there's a really big opportunity to continue to shape the brand, uh, not just at the holidays, but make sure um customers know when to come to Etsy for all the special occasions um, throughout the year, holidays, gifting, uh, just treating yourself, uh, which I try to do from time to time. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also just continuing to improve the core the core shopping experience. So continuing to bring more consistency and transparency to shipping, to continue to make it easier to find just the perfect item you're looking for. Um, so again, it's sort of staying the course on those things and of course making sure that Etsy is a trusted brand so that you know even if you can find a similar item somewhere else, you choose to shop on Etsy because you know it's going to be a delightful experience. Mm-hmm. Great. Awesome stuff. Well, thank you so much, Raina. Thanks for having me. And thank you for listening. The Glossy Podcast will be back next week with another episode. A special thanks to Gianna Cappadona, the producer of this podcast. If you've been enjoying the Glossy podcast and aren't a Glossy Plus subscriber yet, it's time to consider joining to get access to all of Glossy's content, member events, ticket discounts, Slack chats, and more. As a reward for listening, use the code podcast at glossy.co slash plus to get 20% off an annual subscription. And as always, be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Anchor FM and leave us any feedback you have.